0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Identify Yourself, the podcast in which we investigate what makes up our cultural identities in an increasingly diverse and connected society. My name is Clancy Ryan and today we're talking about being Scottish. And today in my living room I've got three fabulous human beings, Verity Power, Aidan Harkins and Katie Megan Weir. We're going to go around the circle and talk to
1: our guests. Do you want to start here? Yeah, I'm Aidan Harkins. Um, And I'm Scottish. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, I am. How do I identify myself? I am a bit of a grandpa. um, (laughs) Everyone thinks I'm a bit of an old soul, um, so that is really part of me. Um, I think it's because I grew up a lot with my grand, so um, being old is kind of what what I do best. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm also um, gay, so I identify myself and like that aspect as well, um, and sc- obviously we're going to talk about this loads. But being Scottish is actually a massive part of my identity and something I really cherish. So
0: yeah, that's. Been oh, amazing. that's great! And then moving over to this side, Verity Power, identify
2: yourself. Hello, I'm Verity Power, and um, yeah, I identify massively as being Scottish as well as being Glaswegian. I'm a Ouija and. Um, I think a massive part for me as well, growing up, um, is being part of like an Irish Catholic family too. Um, something that really sort of divides, especially Glaswegians, in terms of identity. That's so that'll be interesting to chat about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, that's me. Would you go? And over there.
3: Um. I'm Katie. Um. Also Scottish and from um technically Glasgow, but just outside Glasgow. Um. In a little town called Eldersley. Which I always say I'm from because I love Aylesbury so much. Um, it's the birthplace of William Wallace. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, uh, well, do you know what they actually say he was born in Stirling, but I think that's where he dies. I think that is where yeah, he really. Yeah, because the two monuments we've got a monument as well. Because you and Kira would always. Yeah, do she's this. like mine was on a hill, and I know ours is beside the petrol station, but it's still a monument. <laughs> like, it's still a monument. Um. So yes, yeah, so I'm from there. Um, I'm. I would see myself as just a very normal. Scot- I come from a very normal family, where grands and that grew up, very mm-hmm. glaswegian kind of, um, and that's just big family sort of thing. So, um, so yeah, just kind of a normal Scottish family. Yeah, that's kind of where I come from. Lovely. I can't wait to
0: get into what a normal <laughs> Scottish family <I> means. <laughs> Exciting. Right, the first thing I want to talk about, what does it mean to be Scottish? What is Scottish culture to you? Ooh. And anyone can jump in. So then that's so hard because yeah. Scotland
3: is just such. When you say Scotland, oh, there's so
2: many things that come to like... It's kind of hard to put your finger on. Like, a lot of people say, oh, my you know, like, I don't know, like LGBTQ culture, and like, I don't know, like, the, I don't know, it's, it's not as. You can't sort of pinpoint it, but in my head, yeah. when you ask that question, I can't like articulate it, but I can see those like films in my head. of yeah. What happens? Yeah. I think the yeah. thing is as
1: well, like we're not because we are part of the United Kingdom. It's not like, I, it, it, as much as I do think it, it does feel separate from the UK, mm. we are not separate from the UK. So mm. I, feeling Scottish is, I think, it's more of a feeling rather than like a. You could. You'd yeah, you'd be, being yeah. in a country. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's more of a feeling, so it, think, yeah. it doesn't feel like a. Like a, a vibe of a country, it feels more like is a community. Yeah, I think it's massively like community. And I
2: think as well, there's a massive, which I love but also think is really dangerous um, part of like Scottish culture is this kind of underdog culture. People thinking, like, mm. oh, those bloody English, like. Do you guys know what I mean about that? Because sometimes yes, it's like a really yes. lovely thing when you go home and you're like, yeah, like we, we are the people and we can stick together, but I think it can just be so damaging. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. when I you still, move down to yeah. London and then you go back home and people are like, oh, well, bloody hell, what, what are you doing down there? And it's like, um, it's a really cool city to live in. Yeah. There's yeah, loads yeah, of opportunities. Yeah. Um, and I really, really struggle with that because it's yeah, kind because of it's, like a small... And I hate saying this about no, but people I know, but it's a small-mindedness sometimes that people go this is the best place in the world and it is one of the best places in the world. It's one of my favourite places in the world.
3: But there's also other amazing places. Yeah, and I think... I think the the biggest time I saw was when um, I was in Glasgow, the night we found out we didn't get the um, the Mm. referendum. Mm. And that was the one night that I saw a lot of ugly, uh, like, ugliness in Scotland. Yeah. Because George Square was literally, like, riots and people running down the streets. And it was, uh, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, i say it was one group, but it was majority the the Orange Walk, which are very like for the the Queen and stuff that were there. So they were going against everyone who was
1: Absolutely burning salt tires. Mm. So it was just it was such a
3: like awful atmosphere to be around. Like and it was so weird because the night before there was parties in Glasgow. Mm. Like in George Square there was a big like party for the referendum and stuff, and then
0: it's and was like that within
3: the one day, 24
0: c- hours, it changed. Because from what I remember of the vote, it was quite divisive in terms well, of, yeah, mid- yeah. July, kind of almost Mass like a safety-fifty 50 split, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: and it was horrible because was something that me and my mum really just felt really sort of disappointed more than angry um, about that was, like, if you were a Scottish person voting no voting to stay in the UK, it was like you were, and this is what I'm talking about, this, the sort of underdog thing, it's like you're a traitor Absolutely. to your own nation, yeah. which is horrible because I, I I, personally, everyone's different, I don't identify as British, I don't think that is part of me, especially moving down to London and <laughs> sort of seeing yeah. what yeah. what British, whatever that is, culture is, I'm like, no, 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 it's definitely not me. Yeah. It, it was sad, yeah. Yeah, it was like, sad. My mum mom got like people on Twitter, Like I think she, she didn't tweet about her political view but something she said something that was taken in a wrong way i can't remember what happened and like all these people on twitter started tweeting her abuse so like she was like a traitor to our country oh and wow. that she should be ashamed to be scottish and yeah. it's just disgusting the
1: referendum was probably for our generation one of the biggest things that could ever happen yeah. mm. and i think um there i think the thing is exactly what you said there, Verity, it's like, if you voted not to be independent, you voted not to be Scottish. Yeah. You voted yeah. not to be part of the community. Which, like, for me, I voted to stay in the UK. Now, that I, may I, have changed. You know, if, if the referendum happened now, I don't necessarily think that I would very quickly vote to stay part of the UK. I agree. don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But, At that time, I was very clear that I wanted to be part of the UK. That was Mm -hmm. because, personally, I thought it was better to be part of the UK at that time. Because
0: that kind of economically and politically... But we were also the age
3: where it literally just happened and we were like, the old, the youngest that could vote. Because uh-huh. yeah. we were just 16. Mm-hmm. So we were allowed to. So we had just
0: reached that. Right.
3: But it was so, horrible. Like
1: when you said, if I ever said that, if I ever said, you know, I wanted to, I, I want to remain, like I'm voting to remain yeah. in the UK. The backlash. It'd, like yeah, it'd be about your age. Uh-huh. It'd be about your religion. It'd be about your, your, social, like, class, your social class. Yeah. It's a h- hundreds of things like that would come into it. Mm, um, yeah. And a lot of those things. And then it would... And then it would almost feel like you were betraying your own country. And I think it's really
2: important to remember that no matter what you voted to stay or not, you voted because you love Scotland and you love your country. Yeah. And yeah. And if people are gonna take that in different ways, you're obviously you're gonna use your vote to do what you think is best. No one was sabotaging the country. No, No I'm one sure. says, Oh, I <laughs> I'm gonna I think we should leave because I think that'll like, yeah, fuck no, things up for everyone. Yeah, like, why would you do that? If this is genuinely what you think is good, isn't good, yeah, the best interest for your country, you should make that decision as long as it's well informed yeah. and you're not using a sort of joke vote like a. You yeah, know, you're like you know. just,
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
0: I think nationalism can really unite people, but also it's so, so dangerous. dangerous. I mean, we've so seen dangerous. that with, uh-huh. with the old Brexit situation. Yeah. You know, cool. thinking. Oh, like,
2: definitely. More... But one thing that I think. Really, sort of spun my head is when the. So, there were. I, I'm not afraid to share my vote. I voted um, at the time, I was in 16, 17 year old girl with the intention, living in Glasgow, with the intention of moving to London to go to drama school. Mm-hmm. So, it's within my interest to be in the UK because I need some exactly. money to help me out. Yeah. So, obviously, yeah, that's what I voted. Um. Oh, what was I talking about? And rightly so. Oh, yeah, and another, and there was loads of other issues we weren't really sure of a lot of things like our currency and one thing we were really unsure of was our place in the EU
3: and a lot, myself
2: included a lot of people said I'm going to vote to remain in the UK because I do not want to be taken out of the EU and look what's happened so now there is this whole like rebirth of the referendum frenzy in Scotland because we have been taken out of the EU against our will, all of Scotland obviously not 100% I can't don't have the figures to hand, but the vast, vast majority voted to stay stay in the EU. I was saying,
3: um, not till like, a couple of hours ago, I was like, um, I think it's interesting that the Scottish referendum stuff's coming up now, Mm. because as much as I think now I would vote to be independent, um, I think now is not the time
0: because um,
3: of everything that's happening. Uncertainty
0: is like, everywhere.
3: Right, but with everything that's going on with Brexit, I feel like there has to be some sort of unity right now, and I feel like us just going, <clears throat> okay, bye, we're going to sort ourselves out, which is fair enough because that's in the Scottish Independent, that's like what they stand for, and like looking out for the, the sake of Scottish people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that there should be we should try and work together a bit more, and See, although they don't seem to work very well.
1: Yeah. That's interesting, because I don't agree with that point. Really? But that's only... Oh my god, uh-huh. do, you know when, do you know when you watch like Question Time and things uh-huh. like that? That's just how <laughs> like, I, like, I don't agree with this, that. This uh, programme anyway. is just as hard for <laughs> Definitely. And I mean, they're starting to smart doing it now. Well, the She's an smart, incredible
2: woman. Yeah. Al- sorry. I, although I... I don't know. I need to do a lot more research myself, and I'll hold my hands up there. Although I don't at the moment, want Scotland to be independent. That could change. I'm kind of on the fence. Undoubtedly, Nicola Sturgeon is an
1: incredible woman. Yeah. She's yeah. yeah. like, so one to warm. watch. And the reason I don't agree with that is because actually what happened at the end of... One of my reasons that I voted to remain in the UK was because I wanted more power for Scotland and more power to come up from Westminster um, to, <coughs> to Scotland. Uh-huh. Um, which we were promised. We know if you If we voted to remain to in remain, the UK. Yeah. Just like... We were promised £30 million extra on the NHS mm. when Brexit mm. happened, okay? Mm. So, when I, when I realised that that veto max wasn't happening, Scotland wasn't going to get any more power, it really like, sparked a fire within me about politics, and about um, and I've just mentioned this to you recently, and about how it actually doesn't matter what Scotland does at the moment. Scotland could have overwhelmingly voted to remain, which they did.
2: Yeah. they voted to leave the, the, the eu, EU yeah. yeah
1: and um that won't make a blind bit of difference but because of the way that our government is sure. run the che- yeah. we've got no checks and balances effectively i agree with you
2: there yeah
1: whatever and that's why it's not fair and that's why it's not mm. fair that um you know we we have to leave scottish people have to leave the eu something that the they did not sign up for we
3: lose our vote at some point though in scotland once we've been down yeah. here, I'm pretty
1: sure it's 10, I think it's 10 years, but don't go there. that. Yeah. definitely lose it because my auntie can't vote on any yeah. Scottish things anymore. And, yeah, I just think, I just think now to, um, because, and I think, like, I know we're not talking about Brexit, this has nothing to do with Brexit, we're talking about Scotland, but I don't personally think that it's been handled the way it should be. I think a lot of people would agree with me on that. Oh, yeah. And, um. I think it would be clever for Scotland now mm. to think about leaving the UK, Interesting. and I think and it would have the backing the of a lot of the EU members.
0: I I think th- it's not as simple as that, though, is it? I mean,
3: it never does. No, I mean we
1: didn't think we thought Brexit was going to be much more simpler it's than very it is true. now. So, it's
0: very, very true. You know. Sorry to like kind of make this conversation a little bit more trivial. Can you guys tell me what kind of qualities you think um, best? like sum up a like a typical
2: scottish person what kind of qualities would they have i was thinking about this and it sounds like a bit of a funny word to use but i'd say like emotional because i started with like passionate but i was like it's more than passion i think you know when you see stereotypes on telly of like scottish people angry like they are Mm -hmm. aging but even like (laughs) most scottish people i know that that goes hand in hand with all emotions, happiness, sadness, whatever, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah definitely.
2: Like, we're really impassioned people. Um, sometimes that can be ugly, or, yeah. <laughs> or sometimes
1: it can be beautiful. You know, what We're you really happy? in touch with our emotions, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really sure why that is. I not I'd don't also know. say a sense of... it makes of, sense, because yeah. now I think
3: about all the Scottish people I know, I'm like, yeah, we yeah, are. I'm so <laughs> yeah.
1: I'd also say, like, a sense of community, and um, mm-hmm. I think, it's a shame because I think years ago it was even more like that. Yeah. Our society now throughout the world is becoming less and less about community. I think
2: people but identify more as being like a global <coughs> citizen, and yeah. I, 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 understand. I kind of feel that way too, but because I'm actually yeah, when I lived in Glasgow, which is like my whole life till I was eighteen, I would say that people would be like, "Oh, are you British, are you Scottish? What do you think?" And I'd be like, "I'm just a person of the world. I'm going to travel. <laughs> I don't care." And then I moved to London, <coughs> and people. Well, I guess we'll get into that soon, like, when you move to London and people don't know, don't understand you at all. And I suddenly felt this overwhelming sense of Scottishness. Yeah, and I, yeah, my view on that has
1: changed completely. But what was that? Like, it that wasn't was, do you know what it was? comp- like, it's like
2: you wanted people to know you were Scottish. Yeah, for me and there was a sense m- of being squashed as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. honestly, what's something that pure annoys me is when, because I work at a bar and I also work in a clothes shop. I have like a million jobs because we're all actors, right? Yeah, woo, woo. Um, but, yeah, like, you'll be talking to someone, especially when I first move down. And I'm like, oh, do you want to be back with that or something? Oh, and like, so people then. are disgusted and yeah. they're like, what? Sorry, I don't... And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry, it's my accent. Um, I'll slow it down a bit, blah, 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 say something else. And they just, they expect you to just alter yourself and slow yeah. it down or useless colloquial, swa- colloquial slang, Oh, what a tongue twister, and um, and I'd be like okay cool that's what I have to do, I live in London, I need to slow myself down and alter myself. But then you get people, when they're drunk or whatever at the bar, and they're like oh you're not really Scottish, you've got a posh accent, and I'm like well what I'm not posh mind? enough for some people and I'm too posh for you, There's and that's why I learned there is no point trying to yeah. alter my accent to serve these English people because they... I'm not Scottish enough or I'm too Scottish for them so I might as well just talk how I talk. Yeah, this true. is kind yeah. of why I up the podcast because I feel like no matter
0: <laughs> where you're from and even, especially because that, it's that thing of everyone now is a global citizen because there's yeah. so much immigration. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone social is media is as Social well. media, everyone's so fortunate to travel. Uh-huh. You know, there's yeah. always some element of your culture that isn't pure if that yeah. makes any yeah. sense. You know, everyone is a real mm-hmm. mishmash of cultural influences whether that be kind of different parts of Scotland or a result of the But people yeah, forget
2: about yeah. People are like, oh, you're Scottish. And I'm like, you just have no idea <laughs> yeah, how different everywhere in our country is. Everywhere. Like, where I'm from is
3: very different to
0: where you're from. Yeah, massively.
3: And very different to your part of Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And we aren't that far.
0: No. At I, all. Can I ask um, about the Edinburgh-Glasgow divide? What
1: what is, the, what is the main thing? Well, I think this is like... Well, I'm right in the middle, right? So I'm literally... There's Glasgow and Edinburgh, and right in the middle is Falkirk, and that's where I'm from. Right. So I'm closer to Glasgow. Did you say that Edinburgh's
3: more posh?
1: Edinburgh... If someone asks me where to go in Scotland, this is what I say. <laughs> Edinburgh is beautiful to look at, right? Mm. Go to Edinburgh to be a tourist, right? And everyone in Edinburgh is playing because everyone in Scotland is lovely, right? Yeah, that's what I, I would know. say. But Glasgow there's a massive big pink poster that sits in the middle of george square that says yeah, people make glasgow. glasgow and it's true the people in glasgow are just a different kettle of fish yeah, like they, really they are. are just yeah. so, so I, I can't even put my finger i'll get the is. most
2: like but like so. they
1: so am i and i'm not telling time <laughs> <like, they> <laughs> i see the that best.
3: poster it's just like
1: they're the best people and i don't understand why that is but it's true so like I don't, so coming from Falkirk, I don't have an attachment really to Glasgow, by the fact I did live there for two years. Actually, I do. That's a lie. <laughs> but, but even before that, I loved Edinburgh and I loved Glasgow. If I want to go and take beautiful photos, I'll go to Edinburgh because it's stunning and Glasgow isn't as stunning. It's <laughs> a bit rough around the edges. But the people make Glasgow and I think that's just the end of that conversation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. just like, that's how you describe it because yeah. there's no actual difference. At the end of the day, it's a train journey. Because like, he,
2: hearing that now, like, the, oh, the, the Edinburgh Glasgow divide, to me, there's more of a divide, Glasgow and Glasgow. And that's. Really? Yeah, like, when people ask me, just the word divide in the context of Scotland immediately makes me think of Celtic and Rangers. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. Which is just this, like, mad, unique. It's just, well, it's, it's not unique. so bad. Yeah, because every event. city has their rival teams, so but in, it's so mad. Like, I've seen this with my boyfriend, because my boyfriend's Scottish, he's from St Andrews. Which again, completely different, so rural, um, and like so. Yeah, in Glasgow, from the moment you were born, it's like you're Celtic or Rangers. So, Celtic, for people who don't know, Celtic is like actually my great great granddad, one of the founders, and it was basically a football team founded by these poor wee Irish immigrant boys who were playing football <laughs> in the streets. And they are like, let's start a team, and um, so that's Celtic, and then. The other team in Glasgow is Rangers, who are typically your sort of Protestant um, community. And it's just this... M- it's I've never been to a city no. that has even, this. I do want
3: to go to one of the games, so though. I do, game. just for the, for the... I don't okay. know, for the drama.
2: But um, like in my primary school, because I went to Glasgow City state school... It's like the first question just, you get asked, isn't it? Uh-huh. Like, so if you, make, it if you make a new pal, because like, I went to drama clubs and stuff, it'd be like... Hi, what's your name? Oh, my name's Bella. Um, are you South Carolina Rangers? That's just what She's do you do. And um, like it was so bad though. I remember in primary school, in our like city council, we had blue trays and green trays. That was for our dinner plates, and that was just the color of the trays. But if you had a blue tray and you sat down at lunch, this is when you're like seven years old. People would be like, "Oh, then it is got a Rangers tray. <gasps> Nobody's it my heart. I'd be like, no, "No, no, no! I've got a green tray. It's just crazy. It's this. So it can be really
1: dangerous though yeah, yeah. That, that, really sounds, dangerous. that sounds just absolutely like like it's on the surface that sounds like normal. fine but actually that goes so much deeper to we the have point families else. there's not there there are people there are families who will not converse? Mm. or will not have friends? Yeah. Who are so? Say so you're. We, um, I don't a know second. any of them. Yeah. Did you it's not? Crazy. It's honestly this. I
0: just remember because I was in. So my cousins are Scottish. They're from mm-hmm. Glasgow as well. We're and also on the on the not yeah they're from, from Paisley, Paisley. Um, and on the Glaswegian thing they're just like. Is that warmth? Like they're mm, the lovely. That's a good word to use. Yeah. Yeah, it's real warmth. And um, but I remember going to my cousin uh, Jenny and Ian, their wedding, mm-hmm. and we were getting a cab out to where they were having their their wedding in this beautiful, beautiful place just outside Glasgow. And um, Probably a lot and my I remember kids. my dad having a conversation about really? Celtics and Rangers, and I was sitting in the back. They were like, I have no idea what they're yeah, talking yeah. about, but that makes so much sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. and it's massive. It's, massive. it's like um, because I come from like a um, Irish Catholic family as well, actually, and um, they are all Celtic fans. Like I don't have there's not one person in my family who's mm. a Rangers supporter, and that is not that is that comes from religion. That's comes yeah. Yeah. from that it's basis. Incredible. And sectarianism is. It used to be much bigger until Rangers um, dropped dropped in the league and Celtic and Rangers didn't play. But no, I think it's
3: even worse
2: because
1: there's more. Well,
3: but now Rangers are now back in the league. They've worked their way back up again. So they basically lost everything they went into. Um, Was it recession? Yeah, basically, the war system, and then what had to work through the leagues again to get back.
0: I think it's incredible that these football teams were created on the grounds of religion. religion. Yeah, we yeah.
3: yeah. that- have um, family friends who literally they aren't as bad as they are friends with other people, but, um, <laughs> but if, um, if they play a game and they lose, you won't hear from them for a couple of days. Mm. They get so angry. Yeah, that's what we're saying about so the angry. the
2: emotional people it's just like they take things do you so think you can't joke about it like is you can't it kind all that of happen? all
0: loud emotions though like you know and like kind of passion and aggression or like do you think the Scottish people are in touch with like a vulnerability oh, or is it definitely. more the other end no no
2: I think it's an all throughout all spectrum of emotion yeah Um, yeah. I think but just touching again on that the whole sort of sectarianism thing I went to Catholic school my whole life until I was 14 and then I went to like a performing arts school which was non-denominational but, like, the things I used to say without knowing the weight of what they were, like, you know, people graffiti on, job, like, school books and all that, people would just say, up the da, like, it was just like what you said, yeah. and it was, like, banter and funny. Uh, literally you may have to explain, about, do you know what that means? It's, so it's literally about, idea, that yeah. it's about the IRA, and it's, yeah. prom- and it's saying that's... And, like, it's, so, it's such a complex issue in Ireland and Glasgow, and... Um, and I just fully understand that one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. But this stuff I used to say just like willy-nilly and throw it about. Yeah. And then I moved, because I lived in the south side of Glasgow and that's just what people said. And people spoke about it and they'd say like, fuck the Queen and all that, it was just what you said. And then I moved to a non-denominational school and met Rangers fans who I've never met in my life. And I was like, oh my God, like Rangers fans, in <laughs> the north side of my own city. And it was just like you can't say that, and I'd be like, what, why? Like it's 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 banter, it's funny, and it'd be like that's that's a terrorist group, and I'd be like, yeah, but they're not, but they're not really because they're Catholic, and just yeah. it's so dangerous, yeah, and I'm yeah. so embarrassed to say that that is the way I thought, but no. you, that's,
1: you that's the way, up, that's then. the thing that we need to, and it goes back to being a global citizen. Um, it does, yeah. In, in a modern day society, now it's a great thing Yeah, that we are global citizens, especially yeah. in small places like Scotland, which again, I will just say I adore. Like, I adore Scotland and I love everything about it, and I'm so proud to be Scottish. Mm-hmm. But it is great. Like I come from a, a small town, and yeah. my family are like. A lot of my family have lived in Falkirk for years. Like We stay in Falkirk, our generations have stayed in Falkirk. Okay. They came from Ireland, but Falkirk's been really mm-hmm. congregated. Yeah. And. Um, and like to be a global citizen now with the power of social media, which I'm not always an advocate for, but it's absolute it's got like, the, its pros yeah. are the fact that we are much more educated and we're much more like um oh yeah we get to do cool podcasts. <laughs> um, but, like, but like we are much more educated and we know what is politically correct and what is not politically yeah. correct. And yeah. I think that's like a massive thing. Um, and I would I would say that maybe not as fast as I would like it to. But the sectarianism in Scotland and the Celtic Rangers divide. Ooh. For me, I would say. I mean, you might be different because you live in I'm Glasgow. In the hub of yeah. But for Falkirk and for my family, has yeah. massively changed. Yeah, like, I would say. I'm proud like to say games. that my like my family yeah. have um, loads of great friends, like beautiful friends, who are Rangers supporters, despite the fact that we are predominantly a Celtic family. And that's a brilliant thing. And that wouldn't have happened years ago. It just yeah. would not have happened. So, I mean, very slowly, but it is changing. And the I only time I mm-hmm. ever
3: see it is we have, like, one... So I'm in the elders, there's literally a pub at, like, five minutes from my house. And then about another two minutes down the road, there's another pub. And one is the one that we always go to when I'm home, which is a Celtic pub. And there's one down the road called the Tassie, which is the Rangers pub. They're just known as the Celtic and the Rangers pub. Mm-hmm. So whenever there's a game on... That's the only time that I can really feel it because they're literally like ten, like five minutes apart. You can see one from one. So mm. when the game finishes, I literally will get up and go, if I'm there for it, I will get up there because I'm so worried about
2: yeah, some form of all happening in the street. I think there will, and maybe this is because I'm fl- obviously I live in London now, but I'm from Glasgow. I, it's really sad, but I think it was just always going to be a massive issue.
1: It's interesting as well because um, from me, I obviously um, I said I identify myself as gay, and um, Scotland's actually quite forward, and it's um, and I'm yeah. not like I came from an Irish Catholic family, and I came out at a very late stage compared to a lot of people. Right. So. Um, like, I've not experienced this as a child, but now, because I take quite an interest in politics and an interest in just the world in general, Scotland is actually really far forward in yeah, its, like, yeah. progression with, like, LGBTQ plus stuff. And also, they're the
2: first countries to start giving out free, like, uh, period um, yeah. products. Yeah, they're really, really, they're really forward yeah. in terms because of I like that. Because I didn't realise my uncle's gay. And he
3: has been gay what, for as long. You didn't being, realise? No, no, but he's been, he's been <laughs> gay for as long as I can remember. But I remember when I was a kid, Mark, who now obviously is his partner, I didn't realise at the time was, oh my god, I didn't realise at the time was his partner, I just thought it was his friend. But that like that was me when I was like young, young, young. Yeah. Like going back like 10, 12 years. So it, it makes me realise that actually, and mm-hmm. my yeah. grand and papa are like nearly 80, they're old school. So, and they they're forward thinking yeah. even though they're, yeah.
1: they're the generation the, the reason the reason that I was talking about <coughs> this because I think there's a generational divide which is interesting which yeah. is just kind of off what, what, what you say there's going to be a kind of they
3: still say very inappropriate things yeah, like, my absolutely. papa still says things I'm I under- just old people in
1: it yeah, not, okay I think there's going to be a I think there is going to be a divide there's going to be a generational divide yeah. between our generation and the generations That came before us. Um, Scotland is going to change. It is going to change.
2: It's pure exciting to see how it's. But it's brilliant. We like
1: the government are a massive part of that, and like whether you support like the government that is in Scotland right now or not, they are a massive part of forward thinking. And um, I think like our generation are very forward thinking, and it's because we're global citizens as well. So we're still proud to be Scottish. Like I am so proud to be Scottish. I'm also proud to be taking an interest in loads of different countries Mm. that don't have the privileges that we have.
2: But this is what I think is mad. So many, the vast majority of young people I know, and, like, obviously this is biased because if you're a forward-thinking, like, hippie drama student actor person, you're going to surround yourself with people like that, right? I definitely think we're in our own little microclimate of, like... Of course, but most people that I know in Scotland, like... Exactly, like, are not... Yeah, are completely... Liberal and like free thinking, but the only thing that they are hold on to is the Celtic Rangers divide. No matter how forward thinking you are, they will hold on to it, and it's just yeah, it's so bizarre. It's just minnow. like, I've never yeah, I know, like, we've like
1: got it. a friend, we've all got a friend, um, <laughs> Ailey Lone, who, uh-huh. um, uh, who is like a actress, actor, writer, um, and we have this hilarious joke because I'm from a Celtic family and we think it's so funny when Ailey wears a ranger's top because Ailey's a ranger's supporter and her family are ranger's supporters. Like, we'll always have a joke about that, we'll always have like a bit of like jib about that. But that is so funny because actually, I don't agree with sectarianism at all. And like, if anyone else said that, that I wasn't close to, it, I'd think I was absolutely bang out. Yeah. It's weird that it is still a thing, like, you're so right. I've not thought about so so this like
2: enough. The people who are who you think are so like just yeah, that global citizen yeah. word keeps coming back we'll still hang on to it. Yeah. It yeah.
3: is such a deep rooted thing in like in religion though yeah. now that I'm thinking because even when we think of like Hunter, like <laughs> who is from a very Catholic family and they are so Celtic as well. He went to so. so, so, like, and, yeah, so do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we went to the same like,
2: And especially my school I won't name the school, like, I don't know, because <laughs> but there's high school we went to and another one of our friends um, we all went to is just surrounded yeah. in this. And we are so, because the high school I went to is... We um, I never
3: experienced this in high school. There are so
2: many. We've got never. like a massive amount of like immigrants um, in our school and like we're, we never experienced any problems with like, you know, the Glasgow kids not getting on with the Pakistani kids or the Romanian kids. But it, yeah. it was just, that was the only issue that surrounded our bad. school. And because it's a Catholic school as well. But, yeah. Yeah.
3: but so, I think, like, I honestly, like, I know about, obviously, the rangers and sectarianism and stuff, but, like, I can't even say that word there. <laughs> um, but I went to school in Paisley, which was just outside the Eldersley, which literally feels like a very different culture to Eldersley. Like, Paisley is such a, like, broad range of people mm. there. And my school was non-denominational. So I literally, from the age of 13, met everyone from every walk of life but we never had like the ranger Celtic thing and
2: like That's I well, nice. not that I saw yeah i never seen it I do think
1: it's a big thing in Glasgow they're two Glasgow
2: teams yeah it's, it's just it's like heartbreaking in Glasgow it makes me pure sad but it's I know that it's just no. something we'll, we'll not really get past yeah but like thinking more about that question of um like Scottish culture and we were all about like how do we name it like I think just something stupid it's just like a, this sensation of like everyone's your pal yeah, and, and like before judging someone, always welcome them. Yeah. Like, um yeah, like when you get on the bus, the bus system in Glasgow is very different. So different but, in Scotland, sorry, in Scotland is so different. You've got to have sex appearing and the Yeah, so but basically been... like and obviously in London if you get on a bus there's like two entrances so you can get on at the top you pay for your Oyster cars, whatever and then you get off at the back in Scotland there's just one oh, entrance don't. and when you get off you have to go via the driver and, always and you have to say sorry. one two three thanks, thanks driver, driver. <laughs> you have to say you have to say it and if you get off the bus without saying thanks driver people will look at you like you just shot a child it's so bad you always say thanks that's why sometimes even if i'm in a bus in london i'll be like thanks driver and then you move to london and you do that and people look at like you're mental and it's just this sort of or like if you're on the tube if you're there's like one tube in scotland (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's just that culture of just like helping someone out like the amount of people i see on tubes crying their hearts out and i'm always there with a don't yeah. of a tissue like my words and it's just not a thing but I understand hold my hands up that's probably London more than England I'm not saying yeah.
0: 100% like the yeah
3: yeah.
2: I think it comes with being in a big in city, a city yeah. yeah everyone
0: moving so quickly the, you develop oh like, definitely you've got your own kind of box of space around you and you don't
2: really mm-hmm. kind of step out yeah like that. but yeah. I do think like like I went to this um this place with my boyfriend it was um, an island off of the island of Lewis, which is an island off of Scotland. So it was two islands away from Scotland. Um, and there was this like, local Cayley going on, which is like a big sort of dance like celebration with music and stuff, um, it's like a Scottish thing, and we just went, but it was like a local village ceilidh, and we were like, oh my god, we're not from the village, Like they're going to hate us. And we went, and people were speaking Gaelic, and we didn't really get it, and they didn't get us, but we were just so welcomed into this Cayley. Yeah, and I think that's just such a beautiful, thing about you would, invite, thing you would about. invite
3: someone into your house, you would be like, yeah, come and have a cup of tea. Like There's an old
2: Scots gym. law where, if some it's like one of the stupid laws, but if someone needs the toilet and knocks on your door and goes, hi, hey, can I use the toilet? You have to say yes. Wait, that's an actual <laughs> law? It's like an old Scottish old law, Scottish law that's just never that, been abolished.
0: Sorry, that's a great law because I always have this oh, problem. I've got overactive bladder
2: syndrome, I need this. You know when you're like halfway through... Hey, so
0: someone just walked past the house and is laughing at the fact that we have a filming light lighting up this space. <laughs> um, I'm so vain. I know. But when whenever I'm kind of like halfway home, and I, I'm always tempted hey. to like get off at Finsbury Park and be like, please someone let me. Wait, like places
3: that say you can't no. use this, and they shoot a customer, and I'm like, oh my god, just let me use the toilet. And
0: on that very exciting note, that is the end of today's podcast with actors Aidan Harkins, Verity Power, and Katie Megan Weir. It was so much fun recording this episode, and a big thanks to the guys and girls for coming on the podcast. Aiden is currently appearing in Elegies for Angels, Punks and Raging Queens at the Union Theatre in London Town, and it's on till the 8th of June. So if you are in London, definitely go and see it. It's a really moving show based around the AIDS pandemic. Thank you for listening to Identify Yourself, created by me, Clancy Ryan, and with music by Melissa Lowe. If you're enjoying what you're hearing on the podcast, please go and tell everyone, strangers, friends, family, all the people, and please, please, please rate, review and subscribe because it helps other people find us. See ya! Thank you.